Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of our listeners as well and to uh, those of us who really did a lot for us last year, like Dudes with Brews on the Porch, Dave Bittner from the Cyberwire, and Grumpy Old Geeks. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. And I tell you what, though, I'm ready to get into some hate. It's been quite cold. <laughs> yep. And I'm ready to warm myself upon the fire that is your hate. <laughs> Good. Well, I have a very uh, very special thing planned out here, Jake. It's going to be a two-parter. So we got part one this week, and next week we'll have part two, and we'll wrap it up. Okay. But if you have been listening to the Metacasts, I don't know that everybody listens to those. I've talked about the fact that I have a thousand hates. It's actually over a thousand hates now, and I'm gonna I was gonna pick out the best ten and do a show or two about them. And here we are. I have them. And we're going to start from number 10, and today we're only going to get to number 6, but next week we're going to go with the top 5. All right. All right. So let's get into it. So number 10, I hate when someone asks me for my John Henry on a document. Your what? John Henry. Have you ever you been asked? John Hancock. No. So have you ever heard the story of John Henry? Uh, I mean, kind of vaguely, but never... Like in depth or anything like that. I just I've heard of it. So the story is like this: he he was a steel driving man, which was a a task on the railroad where they would take a steel drill uh-huh. and hammer it into the rock so that they could make a hole into which they could insert dynamite or some other explosive and blow the rock out so they could dig a tunnel. Okay. And the story is that they came. Uh, the railroad had purchased a, a steam powered drill that did the same job and would replace replace the work you know as progress uh goes on and he was like i'm better than that steel driving machine or that steam powered machine i'm a steel driving man and they had a race and john henry actually won the race only to collapse and die from exhaustion immediately following the race with a hammer in his hand so this has only happened to me one time actually because that's incredible i mean (laughs) i've never heard someone say this before i I had this person come up to me and say, "Can you put your John Henry on this?" And I want, I want so bad just to keep something in a hammer around, something metal in a hammer, so that when they when they ask me for it, I can just start driving the piece of metal through the piece of paper <laughs> that they presented me. Uh, what are you doing? You wanted my John Henry on it. Yeah, you're supposed to sign it. Oh, you mean my John Hancock? You know the guy I that actually you, signed the guy something. that signed the Declaration of Independence so yeah. big that King George wouldn't need his glasses to read it. Not John Henry, the guy that was a steel driving man. <laughs> every every moment, Jake, every error is an opportunity for me to teach somebody. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's that's it. That's exactly it. All right. <laughs> so number nine. <laughs> number nine. I hate when my cat comes to the door and then runs away right as I open the door. 
it's the cat equivalent of Ding Dong Ditch. It is. That is. I don't understand. What, what is it with cats? Well, it's this cat in particular. Um, but that's something I think a lot of people will agree cats do. Yeah. I, well, actually, I have we have the cat that we call the bad one. Yeah. And she doesn't like to be outside by herself because she's small. And I think something happened to her one time when she was out there. So as soon as I actually close the door outside, she comes to the door if she's outside, which she normally isn't. But she comes to the door and she gives me the big eyes and I open up and she runs inside. Yeah. But the cat that I have that spends the most amount of time outside and loves it, the mass murdering psychopath of a cat that she is, <laughs> she has killed so many things. Um, but she comes to the door. And she gets this look on her face like, you got to let me in. And I open the door, and she just looks at me and then turns around and walks away. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could get you to stand up and open the door. Just want to make sure I could do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just a cat thing. And it I, is. I, cats are just strange creatures like that that uh, we haven't quite figured out yet. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's an argument that they're actually not domesticated, that they're actually parasitic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny argument, but I, I'd have to disagree. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I, we, there, we'd have to have a longer discussion about that. Much. Yes, we don't have that kind of time here uh, on this podcast. But number eight, I hate when I over-engineer the solution to a problem. Okay, like, and this is a true story, the time I replaced a lamp socket when I just needed to replace the light bulb. <laughs> so you never, like, it never occurred to you that maybe it's just the light bulb. It didn't occur to me because I saw some other behavior. First off, this was a, a CFL light bulb, right? Okay, so it's a fluorescent. Right, exactly. Okay. And the ones that if you break, you have to call hazmat. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hazmat team has to come clean it up. Uh, but when I was a, when I was a young young person, younger man, I guess, the, the lights that we had were the incandescent lights with the filament inside of them. Yeah. And when those went bad, they just they popped and you it went it got dark. Yep, that's how and you knew. You, you it was could time shake them, and you hear the, the the remnants of the filament just dingling around in e- there. Exactly, and there's no such no such counterpart in a in a CFL. But I'm sitting on the uh, on the couch one day, and the CFL starts flickering, and I'm like, "That's odd. This thing should not be flickering. I mean, it might get dimmer, or go out. I should be able to see like rings in it because it's a fluorescent light bulb. It should behave like other fluorescent light bulbs. It shouldn't flicker. I must have a bad connection in this thing, in this lamp." So I, I take, you know, my, the light bulb goes out and my wife says, you want to change the light bulb in there? And I go, no, no, that's not the problem. The, the socket's gone bad in that one. <laughs> she goes, are you sure? Because you should probably just change the light bulb. I go, no, no, I'm going to the hardware store to get a new socket. Instead of just checking. Instead of just checking. Socket. And then you never have, like. I drive over to the hardware store. I get the new socket. I come back. I install the new socket. And. I put the old light bulb in, and it doesn't work. <laughs> and my wife goes, you want to try the new one now? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe I do want to try the new one now. Let me see. Oh, look, that works. She says, why don't you try the old one in that light over there? And I do. Sure enough, the light bulb was burnt out. All I needed to do was change the light bulb, but I completely disassembled and repaired, well, actually made an unnecessary repair to to the lamp in my in my family room. So I think this is a, that's a good one, though. There's a positive story behind this because it was a humbling experience. Yes. And you're like, <laughs> My life is full of those. <laughs> I need to tone it down a little bit. I'm, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am. Too much hubris. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is this is uh, the Greek tragedy that is Joe's life. <laughs> the Greek tra- and lo, he changed the lamp socket when all he needed to do. Hey, at least this wasn't like Oedipus or anything like that. <laughs> right, yeah. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> all right, let's go on to number seven. Number seven. I hate bell peppers. Okay, why? Because bell peppers are the bully of food. The bully. The bully. They grab everything around them and go, you taste like me now. <laughs> See, my dad would disagree with you because he loves using peppers, specifically bell peppers, in in cooking. Loves Ugh. he loves peppers. I you know bell peppers are okay by themselves. I'll I'll eat them like yeah. as as a cut vegetable, but I really do not like them. And where I hate them the most is when people put them on pizza, because they go, you don't like bell peppers, you can just pick them off. No, you can't. The taste is still on the pizza. It's still there. It still tastes like a bell pepper pizza. The part I object to is still there. And so my counter when everybody says, let's get bell peppers, I say, if we're going to get bell peppers, I insist we get anchovies. Because I love anchovies. No. Oh, they're delicious. You you have to try them. I have tried them. I'm not a fan. Okay. All right. Uh, number six. I hate when people proudly profess their ignorance of an elementary subject. Okay. For example, algebra. Okay. I, I I think a lot of people will argue with you on this, though, because they find algebra to be difficult. I personally don't. Right. I feel like maybe – because I, I feel like I have a fairly good grasp of algebra. Correct. And I think the reason a lot of people don't – have a good grasp of algebra is because it wasn't taught to them properly. I would agree 100%. In a way that they, because everyone learns differently. Yes. Some people are visual learners. Some people are tactile learners. Some people are auditory learners. So maybe, because there's only, like, like if you really think about it, there is a critical period of approximately six to six months to a year right. where you are taught the basics of algebra, and if you don't understand that, you're going to have a problem for the rest of your life with it. Right. No, that, and not only are you not going to have a, not only are you going to have a problem with the rest of your life with it. What happens is people people don't get adequately taught algebra, and then they go on to other maths where algebra is essential, fundamental. So they go on to like geometry or trigonometry, and if you don't understand the rules of algebra, which are actually very simple, and I have a friend who is who has distilled them down to ten rules. That's all algebra is, and and if you don't understand those 10 rules backwards and forwards, you're never going to get geometry or you're never going to get trigonometry and you're yeah. certainly never going to get calculus. You use algebra every single day um, and it's without realizing without even realizing that that's what you're doing. So, you're, you're solving linear equations. So the moral of the story is let's teach algebra better. Right. And you are not ignorant of algebra. Don't profess your ignorance about anything. And if you do have a, a something that you're ignorant about, you know what I do every time I find out something I'm ignorant about is I make a decision. Do I want to learn more about that? Should I learn more about that? I don't know anything more about uh what's on TV right now. I I'm proud to be ignorant of that, right? Yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some things that people will uh will say, "Hey, you know what? I just don't care about learning that much." Right. Which you know what you're gonna there's gonna be people like that. And well, ask Kim Kardashian if she gives a damn about algebra. <sighs> she doesn't. You'll never convince her. I I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> okay, well then you know what? That's an excellent segue. <laughs> Let's move right along. <laughs> All right. So, uh, because this is the first show of the new year, I want to uh, announce the winner for last year's 
hate-filled rant of the year. Which, by the way, we're going to be kind of doing a weekly sort of uh, rant of the week from now on as well. Yes. So um, from this point forward, I think we should draw the rant of the year from the rants of the week. Right. Like in the past, I've pulled them from other people. Mm-hmm. Like I pulled pulled one from another podcast. It was just absolutely hy- hysterical. I pulled one from Adam Jones, who talked about how much he loved seeing people get tased when they ran out in the field. Oh, my God. <laughs> Adam Jones, by the way, is the center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and uh, I, I can't remember where all the other previous winners, but um, I think I'm going to focus on this show. And, yes, we're going to pick rant of, the, rant of the Year from the content on this show now. All right. Since now I have a podcast. Yes. And I have this platform. So let's uh, let's let's use it. Okay. So the the best filled rant of hate filled rant and the first time it's ever been a tweet, and this is back when tweets were only 140 characters, and it comes back from, in the day. Back in the day, back in my day, tweets were only 140 characters, and this comes from Fat Bottom Girl. Her Twitter handle is at Fat Bottom Girl One, and she says, "Orange juice and pancakes? What kind of a f-ing monster are you?" <laughs> And I thought that, that was just so beautiful and succinct. It is. There's so much hate packed into those two <laughs> right. sentences. Exactly. Which is amazing because I entirely disagree with it. I'll have orange juice with pancakes oh, all the <laughs> Will time. You? No, it has I to be must, milk. Uh, you know what? I know what the answer is. I'm a f-ing monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's man. that's great, though. Uh, that's awesome. I, I enjoy how, you're right, how succinct it is. That's yeah. amazing. And now it's time for Joe Rates Your Hate. This is the part of the show where I rate the, what the listeners hate relative to the things I hate. So this is going to be interesting, I think, because we're going to have to compare these back to your top hates. Right. So chances are, I'm, I think these are probably going to be rated fairly low. Right, yeah. Um, but, but that's okay. That's okay. these are things I really hate. The The decks were stacked against you guys this time that's okay so sheila from facebook hates dawdling walkers move with a purpose she says i was behind a dawdling walker today really yeah we you know what i think i ranted a little bit about that uh for our christmas special you may have yeah it was something about like two old ladies or something right no yeah they knew i was waiting behind (laughs) them and they just took their time no i had a a guy in front of me today i can't remember exactly where it was but no i I remember this i remember thinking about yeah this is uh this is that thing sheila was talking about i I hate this because it's essentially like waiting in 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 your own kind of line right (laughs) and i've got a podcast coming up where i'm going to talk about waiting in line just solely about waiting in line and and this is just another form of waiting in line. You're waiting behind somebody who's just not moving fast enough. You know, and it's okay. I understand if you're an older person, you know, and you don't have the the speed. I've noticed that in the past couple of years I've gotten a little bit slower. Um, it's people that intentionally yeah. move slowly. Like, you could move faster. Exactly. And you know not. there are people waiting on you, and you still don't care. Exactly. And That's I hate where this. the evil is. Yep. That's evil. evil. Good word. <laughs> okay, maybe not evil, but <laughs> Okay. So, moving on, Tom from Facebook hates door slamming. I'm not talking about when people are angry. I'm talking about people that slam doors hard enough to create a concussion wave loud enough to startle everyone within a half block radius 
because they never developed an understanding for the mechanical leverage provided by a hinge. <laughs> that's all one that that's one sentence right there, by the way. This applies to both house doors and car doors. I love that Tom clarifies the the, the application of this of this hate. Yeah. <laughs> it applies it's... to both clar- uh, both both uh, house and car doors. I don't know. I, I've been known to get out and slam car doors, but I'm kind of usually when I do that, I'm kind of irritated at something, you know, I'm, I, and I don't know yeah. why. Um, and my wife will accuse me of slamming a uh, the garage door when I go out to the garage frequently. Well, here's the problem, and I will I will come to the defense of some people in this situation because there are doors that don't like to close. Right, and my garage door is one of those. Yeah, so you have to slam them. Right, because, I mean, what I'm doing is I'm going through the door and giving it a good swift yank as I continue on my way to my workbench in the yeah. garage, right? So, I mean, what am I going to do? Stand there, turn around, and slowly pull the door closed? I'm, I'm not going to waste those precious half seconds. <laughs> I'm just going to slam it. I, I don't know that you're building a great case for this. <laughs> right. Tom, you might be right. This yeah. might be a terrible thing. All right. And then uh, Bob from Facebook hates the argument... If it can't be measured, it doesn't exist. I prefer, if it can't be measured, it can't be proven, yet. I dislike being dismissed for sensing things Western culture considers bunk. Uh I also dislike the vocal few who sense the same things I do for sounding like abject morons. Okay. I do, however, love sunsets and moonrises, and almost hate the fact I felt compelled to mention something I love when asked for a hate list. So that's interesting. That is interesting. Because the end, I, I like the end part where he's like, I had to put out forth something I love <laughs> to provide hate. <laughs> no, nah, not me. I'm just going to provide all the hate. But I know what Bob's saying here. And yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess something um, that that is uh, on this right now that people may not know about me. And I tend to be a very reasonable person. Like, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, I don't believe in Bigfoot. I don't believe in chemtrails. I don't believe in a lot of stuff. Right. But one thing I think might actually exist is some form of telepathy. Okay. But the reason I think it might exist is because our our nervous systems are essentially very large uh, electromagnetic systems. Or not very large, but very complicated electromagnetic systems. Yes, they are. So any electromagnetic system is going to radiate EM waves out into the universe. Right. Right. And if if my if my uh, nervous system is capable of radiating those um, those things however faintly, perhaps someone else's nervous system is capable of of receiving and understanding them. That's an interesting thought. It, I don't know that I've ever thought about it that way. Right. And that's I, that's might, the only reason I think that it might it might actually be the case. And so I I agree with your argumentation. Right. And I think that for Bob's sake he didn't necessarily put forth any specifics. So we right. can't I'm I'm putting I'm putting forth an example. I'm exemplifying yeah. what Bob is saying here, so, I think. So I have no scientific evidence that there is anything like telepathy. So well, I don't go around saying yes, but I believe in telepathy. You've, but you've taken scientific concepts and applied them in a way that's not outside their realm of possibility. Right. It's not and it's not outside their level of analysis either. Right. So, so when when I hear other people say I I believe in telepathy and here's why and they and they 
go on this completely weird rant. Like I was thinking about my friend and he called right then. Um, yeah. And there's a, uh, that's a confirmation bias, I think. You know, what about all the times you don't think about your friend? Exactly. And, and then he, they call you. And he calls you. Or, or, or the, all you the times that. And he you, doesn't call you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, Bob, I think we can all agree on is that it's not, we shouldn't consider, let's not prejudge the conclusion. Yes. On all sides here. Don't jump to the conclusion because you like the conclusion. Right. And don't disagree with the conclusion simply because you dislike the conclusion. Right. Let's look at the argument and say, okay, does this make sense? Why does it make sense? Why does it not make sense? So then you don't, because then that avoid you avoid the whole, well, that's just a load of crap. Right. Well, why is it a load of crap? You know what I mean? If right. it's something you really honestly want to, you, you believe strongly and you want to discuss, let's avoid jumping to conclusions and let's actually talk about it. And let's measure it if we can. Yes. And if we can't measure it, let's think about how we could measure it. Exactly. Because I, I forget, I'm pretty sure it was Galileo. I think it was. He said, measure what is measurable and make measurable what is not so. Right. Which is really kind of what science is about. Yep. In ter- in, in the most, its most fundamental form. So just because we can't measure it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's a very naive way to look at the universe because we couldn't measure gravitational waves until two years ago. Right. So it wasn't like it they did exist. We've proven that they, they exist. Right. And so, <laughs> but, but because we couldn't detect them, and that's I don't another believe thing in them. too. Just because you can't measure something, that's a really silly way of. And I, 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 I think I'm going to side with Bob on this particular part. Yeah. It's a really silly thing to say. If we can't measure it, it doesn't exist because then how the heck are you ever going to learn how to measure something you can't measure? Right. Because it doesn't exist. Yeah. How? I mean, how? if you if you take this back far enough through history, there's a point in time where we couldn't measure time. a tenth of the stuff that we measure now. Yeah, we didn't even have clocks. Right, yeah, we didn't have clocks. So that's, that's an excellent example. We didn't have reliable clocks that could tell us you know, which, which star chart to use until surprisingly late in history. Yeah. So um, I think Bob has so he definitely right. has a point here. Yes, definitely. I'm going to agree with Bob. I hate this. And okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, grant Bob the award of the listener rant of the week. All right, congratulations, Bob. That was quite good because it went from his rant to then talking about why he he hates his rant. That's right. Which <laughs> is awesome. Like this is this is quite good. It's there's so many levels to it. I like it. But let's go ahead and rate the rest. So uh, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna rate all of them now. I guess. Yep. Um, and let's see. Uh, Sheila has people ha- hates people walking slowly in front of you. Oh man. Let's see. I hate that. I, I hate that less than anything on the list. But I do hate it. Okay. Um, but the- these are my top ten hates. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and and. Uh, and caveat all that with this, Tom. I hate the slamming of doors. When somebody else slams a door, it does it does shock me. And I, you know, I've talked before on this podcast how I hate sudden noises. And um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put that. I'm going to put that right below bell peppers. I would rather really uh, hear someone slam a door than hear than uh, eat a bell pepper. But I would rather over engineer the solution to a problem than hear someone slam a door. That's interesting. It I, is. I didn't think you'd put it up that high. Congratulations, Tom. Right. 
And Bob, I'm going to put you uh, just under everything as well. Probably about um, a little bit. I hate I hate the uh, the cognitive bias you're talking about there more than I hate uh, people walking slowly in front of me. Like if I had to choose which one of those I'd rid the universe of, it would be yours, Bob. So sorry, <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> But I do still hate it. Just rest assured I'd be walking behind people angrily and regretting my decision at some point in the future, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates. <laughs>